Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school, you're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Billy is a sex slave. (laughs) Um, If you don't know what that means, you missed one episode and I can't help you out. Uh, (laughs) I don't know which one either. Maybe I'll cover the story someday. Um, I am in Los Angeles, California in my new hotel room. I usually stay at a different place here or one of two places. And I picked a new place last night. Pretty decent. I like it. Chris what is here with perks? me. Pool table. I was going to start saying the perks and then I was like, people are going to figure out where I am, but just try to in find your room. Me. A pool table in your room? No. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God. That's balling. <laughs> that would be so cool. Um, no, I don't have a pool table in my room, but I do have a, a paper bag with an orange in it and three oh. oranges in it. In a little paper Wait, bag. That's and, like a strange lunch bag. And um, I don't know if this was free, but it was a giant ev- sparkling Evian. And then there is also a giant still water. Now, are, do you think these are free? I'm going to say if they're just out and there's not a they tag were on them. They out next to the oranges. Uh, I, yes, I think they're free. free. They're like, Sweet. this bitch chug is a lug, chug a <laughs> She's got a problem. This would usually be like seventeen dollars. Yeah, this big glass bottle at one of these fancy places. They you know helped who I me was. the other day when I was staying at that hotel in New York, and I was like, I just spent nineteen dollars on two bottles of Pellegrino because I didn't want to leave my hotel room. Please tell me it's okay. And you were so nice. 
And you were like, here's how much it would cost to walk to a bodega. Here's how much it would cost to get the things at the bodega. So you actually saved money. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I always just go, would you pay that amount of money not to walk that far? Waste that time? Do all those interactions? Put on your coat? Maybe get hit by a couple cars? (laughs) Maybe get hit up by a homeless man for five bucks? Like, okay, you just get, you might have saved money. Like, I felt you know, great about it. It's always what I argue when people don't go to see, like, don't go to a concert they bought tickets for or don't go on a trip they bought tickets for. You paid to know that you don't want to go. Like, you know more <laughs> yes. than anyone else that you don't want to go. Like, if that makes sense, like, with my egg freezing thing, like, they gave me my money back, but I would have been okay not with that money because I paid $2,000 to know certainly that I don't want kids or that I don't want to do this right now. Like, and before there would have just been this simmering all year long. I mean, it's been there. That's why I even went. It's been there since I was probably since Natasha Leggero told me at 38, you got to do it at 38. And so it's been there for like three years since she told me that. And so it's just nice to know that that's gone now. I actually got a nice DM about that very thing um, today. Uh, that I'm not going to say who. She said, not that you give a shit what a stranger has to say. I always give shits. It's literally the only thing I care about is what strangers think of me. Because my friends and family, they're going to be nice because they love me. And they're just going to tell you what you want to hear because they want you to be happy. But strangers, they shoot it to you straight. So, yes, I give I give <laughs> such a shit. She said, but I have been wanting to message about your egg freezing tobacco and I'm so relieved for you on your decision. I got married last year. I'm 30 and told myself I had to decide about kids before marriage. I was overthinking it so hard. My now husband wasn't excited about kids, but didn't pressure either way. I have friends who are dying to have them. So I figured since I'm not... I am probably a no-go. I kid you not, the second I decided no kids, the the wave of relief was insane. So I totally get what you're saying. And within two months of my marriage, guess what? He dropped out. Oh, she She got got pregnant. pregnant. (gasps) He got a vasectomy. (laughs) That's where I thought it was going. And I was like, I don't want to hear about you getting pregnant. (laughs) Two months later, a miracle happened. (laughs) I was like gearing up to be like, congratulations. I don't really want to know this, but he got a vasectomy and the relief was even better. Ant life forever. PSC in Charleston in March. Oh, oh my God. Thank you so much to the bestie who I don't want to say your name, but you know who you are. Thank you so much for that message. And even if you had said you were gotten pregnant, I'm not, I I was not going to be a bitch about it. I would have been actually happy for you because that would have given me hope that like, Let's say I do want to get pregnant. It could just happen when I want it to. Last night, I was watching. Have you guys seen Pamela? (gasps) I'm dying to. Not yet. It's very good. She talks like this the entire film. That's like a perfect Pamela Anderson. So she, um, she's very just like smart and cool and just talks about, you know, I'm up to the point where she met Tommy I mean, you see pictures of her father. This is the first thing. You see pictures of her as a kid. Her father is Tommy Lee. Like, oh it's just God. so undeniable <laughs> what that women marry their fathers. <laughs> it's not even, let's stop acting like it's some Freudian little, like, mystery that we can't really talk about. We all want da-da. Da-da-da-da-da. We all want him. 
I mean, I said to Chris as we were watching it, I go, look how he looks like Tommy Lee. And he goes, oh my God. And then it kept showing other, the next picture, then the next picture. This guy was like lanky, long, alcoholic, life of the party, rough hauser. Um, but then it got into their relationship and I'm, I'm only halfway through it. But my point about this was, oh, in it, she was like, you know, they met in four days and then they got married within four days of like meeting each other in Cancun at a place called, oh my God, I looked it up <laughs> last night to be like, I wonder if that place is still around because she kept saying like, that's where it is. That's the place. Hold on. I got to see what it was named. Where's my history of searches? I searched for La Boom. <laughs> <laughs> she kept being like, there's La Boom. Oh my Baby, God, I've been to there. I have been to La Boom. Yes, when I was like 14. It's like, a, it was like, a, I think a famous nightclub or something. Yeah, that's where Tommy Lee and Pam met. I'm sure that they really, they had a long life after that. So I looked up if La Boom is still around. It closed in 2005. But La Boom is, <laughs> you know, mentioned many times in this. So they got married at La Boom and they met at La Boom. They didn't meet at La Boom. They met in LA, but then he like, he literally stalked her to Cancun. I don't know if you've seen Pam and Tommy, the like, net, the uh, the other show, but I got only that far in that. And then I was like, I'm let out of this. <laughs> um, but La Boom was where they, what, who cares? Anyway, they, and then they instantly want kids and she's like pregnant and she like has a miscarriage and then because of the paparazzi like stalking her about the tape because right when the tape I think it was like right when the tape oh no she was working on a movie and doing 18 hour days and it was like I didn't even know she had a miscarriage but she was like talking about like you know I'm pregnant but I can't stop and I gotta do these I have to do Baywatch and barbed wire she's shooting her first movie and she was like you just have to do 18 hour days it's just the way it is and I just said to Chris miscarriage there's no way there's no way you can't work 18 hours a day and then boom not I'm not saying I'm a doctor or anything but man I protected that and la um la boom and then she got pregnant again and then had the baby and right when she's having the baby the sex tape comes out but like as she's like pregnant and like having a baby in this show, I start like crying. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to be pregnant. It was just like, what is, what is going on with me? Push and pull. Yes. Push, push, push. <gasps> it's like Lamaze constantly. It's La Boom. La Boom. I got married at Lamaze, <laughs> Cancun. <laughs> It is like the beat of a fucking song that would be at La Boom. Um, yeah, I get like start tearing up and I'm like, I don't I don't even want to start crying, like actually crying, like the kind that like get your boyfriend to go, what's wrong? Because he was so tired and I didn't want to bother him with my fucking tears. And um, and I cried a lot that day about other stuff. So I was just like, you know, it's just like a rough day. But then I was just like crying about like she was just like so happy to be pregnant and I was just crying because I'm like I'll never get to be like there's a bump in here and like making home videos it was like you did this to me like I want to do that <laughs> I just want you know like sometimes when Chris like does something on me I'll be like you did this to me like I'll make <laughs> jokes about like look what you did or like I get a UTI I'm like look what you did you know <laughs> I want to be able to say that about like a cute little baby bump so there's like things like that that I'm just like I'm just jealous of like 
women looking pregnant and getting to be like, I'm a sexy lady with a little baby bump. Like I just, she looked so cute with her little bump. And then their baby, like he, Tommy was just so sweet. I was just like jealous. And I had literally had to turn it off and I was like, I'm just going to go Google a boom or something. (laughs) And then, um, but yeah, it's, it's good. And she's so smart and cool. And it's just disgusting what we do with women in their butt. Like we just think we own women's bodies and that's all we care about. Like they just showed a montage of like the only thing she was ever asked about in her career were her boobs and if they were fake. And she even said they're fake because she did one interview. Well, not even once. She was just always so honest. She just didn't see any shame in having a boob job or like anything she had done. So when people would ask questions, she would just give them the honest answer. And, and that came back to bite her because then people thought that they could always just ask her about that and that she was the whore that everyone just got to ask whatever kind of sex questions they wanted because she was honest and boy, do I relate to that. I can only imagine like how much sexual harassment she experienced in Hollywood because, you know, she was on Playboy. She was the hot chick on Home Improvement. Like her so whole much. essence was hot. And I can only imagine the abuse she took. Mountains of it. I mean, I I suffer a lot of it like after shows with men saying gross things to me because of what I've talked about on stage and thinking they can just like kind of you know, you put something out there or I have specials about sex and like they just think they like yesterday I did a radio interview and they were like getting into it and they're like, and you know, it's, they were talking about some thing before I could hear. They were like, uh, they'll bring you in. You're on the, on hold. They'll bring you in in 30s, you know, a minute to a uh, minute 30. So I'm just listening to the show on hold and then they're like transitioning from one segment to the other and they're like, and then it's going to get all over your face. Speaking of Ugh. getting all over your face, uh, mm. I don't know if that's the right transition or not. Feels right to me. I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, uh, you get, uh, like, I feel bad for porn stars. I mean, Pam Anderson, at least, you know, she did pose nude in Playboy asking for it. No, I mean, she, she, she was on the verge of that, like the next level up. I just talk about pornography and talk about, my sex life, porn, there's no difference between me and a porn star if you're blind. There's none. If you're a blind person, I describe my sex life to the degree of a porn star reveals theirs. So it's like, I'm the, the so blind people always harass me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they're, they're just trying to feel braille. They're the worst offenders. <laughs> it's my areolas. There's like braille around them. Um, but you too. <laughs> I think we all have those little bumps, no? <laughs> yes. It's like, welcome to... <laughs> yeah. Bienvenidos. I don't know why I'm assuming it's in many languages. <laughs> yeah, mine says it's the prices for lattes at Starbucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's disgusting just because you think... I mean, we do this with everything in society. Like any... Tell me a... You're a comedian? Tell me a joke. You're like, we just, I think celebrities, people sign up for that because they certainly want fame. Like you can't, I get a little bit annoyed when I hear people say I wanted to be famous, but I did, I did want to be famous. And so it's like part of what you sign up for is having part of being famous that people don't consider when they're seven, when they decide they want to be this. And by the way, they want to be it because their parents didn't give them enough attention. It's really a sad thing why they want to be famous. 
Uh, that's why. It's not because they think they have a gift to give the world. They got to figure that out later. It's, it's, it, it's because they don't like themselves. Okay. That's why people want to be famous. But when you want to be famous, um, yeah, you don't understand how much people, people in my own Instagram comments will write, she's changed her face. I don't get it. And I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm you are writing this. this on a message board. I am me. <laughs> What about what is the she stuff? I'm like, I someone goes, she changed her face. I don't like it. And I go, I'm sorry I aged. Like literally, the pictures, there's no indi- all the stuff has fallen out of my face that I've done. It's like I changed my face. I got Invisalign and I've aged. Go suck my fucking dick that I also got chopped off. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> none of your business <laughs> remember God. the other day when we were walking in the park with kirsten and she's like you know the left side of your body is your mom and oh the right God. side is your dad and we were like what she goes yeah. yeah it's true the left side is all your dad's features and the right is your mom and you're like that's i why. hated this thing so much i was like that's why my dick is on my left side or something what did i say <laughs> on my that, right on my right you're like i did get my dick from my dad it's so that was I just like some of this woo woo stuff. Kirsten's listening for sure because she's an avid listener. Oh, but it's not true. Just you know it's not true too, but you're a nicer friend, so you go, Oh, that's interesting. And I go I don't know, maybe there's bull- something to it. Like the Come on. <laughs> Have you ever heard the left side of your body is your body? like it's sh- then we would all look like, you know, Picasso's walking around. <laughs> With different side face, that's just not true. It's a nice thought that makes, it's all the same as tarot and palm reading. It gives you a way to interpret your life in a way you want it to be interpreted. But it's not real. Everything's so different. Everyone's, you know, genetics express themselves differently. Is there anything that you believe in that you think might be bullshit? Um, the personality type stuff that we do a lot of times. That seems, I mean, that's based on a test you take where there are answers and you fit into a category. That to me feels not, you know, I'm not going to base my entire life off of it, but it feels a lot more uh, scientifically sound than Mercury is in retrograde and I'm a Libra with my Aries rising bullshit. And I'm sorry to 99% of my listeners who believe in it because I don't know what happened that you don't believe in Jesus Christ or any of that bullshit, but you believe in star, like I, the, that the month you were, came out of your mom, something happened. I, I like that you are now the same, that you're, I just, and all of, it's just a money making cash cow. If I want to, if I wanted to get rich quick, I'd come up with a way to put the astrological signs on everything. Here's water for Gemini's. Here's water for Aries. Here's uh, backpacks that only Aries can. People love to things that are them. Yes. Like on Instagram, I don't even believe in any of the stuff. I don't look at any of it. Yet I am inundated with like memes, like Gemini memes or air like. <laughs> Sad. What is your? What are you guys supposed to be like? Two personalities, right? You're a Gemini. Yeah, they're all the same though. I don't ever see a difference between any 
of these signs. They're always like, oh, these ones are loyal and these ones are crazy. <laughs> yeah. And these ones are like, it's either you're loyal or you're crazy. Those are the we two. We got to talk to Taylor McGraw about this because she's the one that's so no, into Taylor it. She's like, does you are it such a Virgo Libra cusp, Anya. And I'm like, wait, how do you know? And this is how they because get you. Because you like to hear about yourself. <laughs> Everyone yeah. likes to yeah. hear anything about themselves. That's what they get to. Wait, what do, what do they say? You're like very perfectionistic in particular. You'll leave a dog sitter like a three page long instruction manual and i'm like guilty 80 percent of people leave their dog people a three-page thing no yeah. noah noah do you uh not three pages but definitely a full page with a lot of details <laughs> okay exactly i also do that but i text it later on like is there a different so like, gemini wow you're uh, gemini's like what does that say you give a shit about your dog and everyone else doesn't like ev- they're all flattering things even if it's like you're a little crazy but it's what makes you you and you get shit done like there's always a no no sign is just like you're a psychopath. What about Ted Bundy? What's his sign? What about G- Wayne, John Wayne Gacy? Is he a loyal Virgo or whatever? He's the fu- a Capricorn. Like, he loves his work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know someone that's so really, really are smart. So probably so mad at me. Yeah. You know someone smart and kind of cat? Oh, well, then you're a Capricorn if you know someone who's smart. <laughs> but, Capricorns but they love, smart love people. astrology. Like they live by it. And I'm like, how? You are so scientifically motivated. That's what I'm telling you. Taylor is too. So maybe there's something to it. I don't know. We're not going to figure it out here today. Besties, give me some solid. Give me some. Don't give me paragraphs because I know you're a Virgo or whatever. Give me links to things that really will prove that it's real. Because I don't. It seems just as unbelievable as Jesus Christ and Christianity. And which I'm also... Don't judge you if you're into it. Kind of do. But I'll say I don't. We got to go to break. I'll be right back. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girlbomb to get the job done right. Conair Girlbomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girlbomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. 
So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. So my horoscope today says <laughs> that I am going to go on a tirade about horoscopes. No, I like, I love taking personality tests. I love any, th- I, I mean, I am very susceptible to things that are like, you're this. And you're like, oh, I'm special. I'm different than other people who bring it on. Do you like it but, more when there's a test involved or when you just read yes. something? Yeah, I, I want it to like actually assess me and my, yes. Because I want some, I want it to know me. I just don't believe that when I came out of my mom's puss and was like, <laughs> ah, 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 like then my whole personality was set in motion. I also find it very fascinating though that I would have said probably a year ago, your personality is based on your parents, how they raise you and what environment you grew up in. But now that is disproven and it doesn't have literally almost no bearing on it, on your personality. Your personality is genetics or the stars. Who knows? But I used to think that like. (laughs) That's such a Gemini thing to say, Nikki. No, I was just being facetious when I said that, but um, actually sarcastic because it was laced with like a little bit of anger. Um, That's the difference between facetious and sarcastic in case you didn't know. I didn't know. And did you know the difference between jealous and envy? Have we covered that on here? Jealous is when you want something. No. No. You think you're going to lose something. Yes. And envy is when you want something. Yes. Okay. It's just I a just, good one to yes. know because I went 38 years of my life always saying, I'm jealous of that thing. And it was wrong because I didn't have that thing. I'm jealous if my boyfriend talks to a girl that I think he's going to leave for me. I'm envious if I see a, if I'm single and I see a girl dating a hot guy and I'm like, I'm envious of her. I'm not jealous of her because I'm not, I don't have anything to lose. Just a little interesting. Yeah. We don't use envy as much. It's kind of the raven and crow of language. Totally. They are the raven and crow, but there is a difference. (laughs) One is so goth. <laughs> um, but facetious and sarcastic, it's the same thing of where you're being like, wow, this room is so big. 
It, what do you think that is? Sarcastic or facetious? I'm going to say facetious. Sarcastic. It was sarcastic because I'm being mean because I'm saying this room is small. Okay, so sarcastic. So facetious is, mean. is like if I was like chugging this and I was like, mm, mm, mm. God, I am. Uh, I'm not thirsty at all. Like I'm not being mean to anyone. Okay. Like Got it's it. not like shitting on anyone. Like, but if I'm like, wow, you're so smart. Sarcastic. Just a little. T- I, I love if anyone else has any of those that often get misconstrued. I would love for you to tell them to the show. Um, another word that gets, um, I think that gets confused a lot that we brought into the world is k. I think a lot of <laughs> things get called k that aren't k, which brings us into collection of k's. Getting ready for some k. K. So k. <laughs> I can hear Taylor in that now. I hear someone new every time. Is that Kirsten right. too? Kirsten and Taylor. Um, and then I think maybe someone else, but it's, I think everyone submitted to that. All the the girls that holla. were on the original thing. Yeah. Holla. Okay. So Noah's going to read us some headlines. Um, I'm guessing from celebrities because these are mostly who is generating cause out there in the world. The celebrities I are some of the cursed people ever. I have some like current event stories. Ooh, okay. So let's see if these things are k or not. K meaning okay. you think you're cool and you're only doing something to appear cool. A Virginia high school basketball coach puts on the uniform of a 13-year-old student who happened to be out of town so that she could play in a tournament against 14-year-olds. Is she being k for wanting to win so bad? What did she get like busted for doing this? Oh yeah, or she got fired like, along. No, she got fired along with the other coaches. <laughs> Wait, so she actually tried to come off like she was a thirteen-year-old. She was student? playing in a tournament. She was doing layups and like jumping into the crowd to catch a ball. I'm so jealous that she even could pass as a thirteen-year-old girl, like at all. Are you like, jealous she or she- envious? <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm envious. Because I don't have... Wait, I'm jealous because I have youth to lose. Ah. Maybe. I'm, I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm both about this woman who even... I, if someone was like, here, put do this and try to act like a 13-year-old, I'd be like, there's no fucking way anyone would believe that. Does she, she look like 22. one? She's 22. She's 22. I couldn't oh, see an 22. actual photo. It's just like a grainy video. I thought you said video. she's 53 for some reason. I, why did I put that in there? Uh, no, she just put on the uniform of a 13-year-old student. At 22. Um, this is not k because it wasn't done to get attention. It was done to like get, a, I mean, it was done to get a championship or whatever, or to get in the fight, like to win, but it wasn't done to be like, look, she wasn't going to tell anyone she did it. You know what I mean? She was right, trying she was not hoping to be not to get caught. Yeah. But how far into the game did she get caught? I wonder. I think she played the whole thing. Oh my the god! The frightening it, thing she, is she can pass for a thirteen-year-old. I was twenty-two. I think I know some twenty-two-year-olds that could probably pass for thirteen. Put your hair upright. You don't have makeup on. But still, I mean, you could probably pass for thirteen, Anya. Thank you. You totally, and so could you, Noah. You're, you guys are both short oh. enough. <laughs> you totally could. Thirteen. I was. I, were you guys tiny, tiny at 13 or were you like coming? Did you? I was so you, misshapen at 13. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I started Lost. to get misshapen around 15. 
Yeah, I would say 16 for me. Wait, 13? What What? What had come in? What hadn't? Uh, I had one boob. <laughs> yeah, that's well, what Pam Anderson said she had. She kept trying to push it back into her chest, and she was, had, was readying herself to tell her mom she had uh, cancer. Oh, poor thing. Because she definitely thought it was cancer because it was just this one lump that showed up. She was trying to push yeah. it back in. What My did you lefty. have, Noah? Uh, 13, I don't think I really had boobs but you i just remember shaping yeah like my my legs were so were like so skinny for my body mm. and i just like had to wear like irregular clothes like i just remember having irregular clothes <laughs> that my mom bought okay. from daffy's daffy's I, that sounds terrible whatever that place is <laughs> it's Does just a bunch of duck wear yeah it was basically like mervin's it was just like I think like a early day or like New York City, like what TJ Maxx is, where they just have like it's like a graveyard for clothing that didn't. Make oh yeah, we had Value something. City. That's where we used to go, and I hated it because it was. <laughs> I mean, which is at least it was still new. Some kids have to just only shop at Goodwill, um, which my mom would fucking love. Goodwill, baby. Got um, a deal on a candle and some jodhpurs. God, <laughs> do you remember the first thing someone said about your body sexually, like? when you were a ch- child, like the first time uh, like some adult of, or even a, ma- a boy said, yes, I'm, it was at your dad. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Fucking that's why I'm here on a podcast. <laughs> that's why, exactly. That's why I exist in your consciousness. <laughs> that's why we're friends. Wait, what Playing did your dad say? catch on the beach mm-hmm. in a bikini, the first bikini I ever got. Which earlier that day, his mom, who was a very shy grandma, said to me, oh, gosh, you look so gorgeous. And I was embarrassed about that. But then later that day, I was playing catch with my dad on the beach. Maybe I was 14. And we both have our baseball mitts and we're playing catch. And he goes, he throws to me, I catch. He goes, hey, what's the weight? And I throw it back to him. I go, what weight? And he goes, what's the weight? And points to my body. And I'm like huh? And this is like in a public area. People are there. And I throw the ball back and I just ignore him. He goes, what's the weight? I go, me? He goes, yeah. And I throw the ball back. I go, 98? And he goes, throws me the ball and goes, perfect body and puts his thumb up. Seared into my mind. Yeah, I can tell. You read that like an Ibsen play. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You had stage directions and everything. God. Can't you feel the pacing? I feel so uncomfortable. I'm yeah. so sorry for you. You should. Thank you. God. And then you're like, I got to stay that. Yep, it's the perfect weight. I got to stay that. Weight. At 14, I have to maintain the weight I am at 14. What could go wrong there? I know. Noah, do you remember any sexual comments made about your body by Anya's dad? <laughs> <laughs> he said he wanted to drink me like a glass of compote. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I don't like. I think I just remember walking around with my with my best friend, and it was like when we were teenagers and we would like sneak putting on makeup and like doing our hair and, and wearing short skirts and just like walking around brooklyn and just getting like honks or comments from Mm -hmm. cars it was i don't i think like 
we thought that we that this is what was supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah, of course, because you probably witnessed it happening to women other than you saw it on TV. I mean, you see all these things, so you're like, oh, I'm a woman finally. I'm getting harassed yes. by people driving by who it's just so funny that they just think you might fuck them if they honk at you or something. Like, it's just, I know that joke has been done a million times by like comedians of like, what do these construction workers think you're going to trust around and be like, okay, let's go. Like, let's fuck. Like, it's just, they can't help themselves. Um, do you remember? My first that? one was yeah. sweet and it was also from my dad. <laughs> Freudian. Um, and I was eating soup, I think, tomato soup. And I was in a swimsuit again in swimsuit, but I did not wear bikinis until I was like 37 and a half. But um, I was in just a normal <laughs> suit, so I wasn't asking for it. Anya, you fucking slut for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandma fucking groomed you earlier that day. Oh you God. look gorgeous. Go out for your dad and play fetch with him. Make sure you run in slow motion. Oh, God. I've been watching this new show called Baywatch. Um, so, no, I was sitting. It was after we went swimming that day, and then I was eating tomato soup. And um, I probably told this on the podcast before, so I for forgive me because it's a pivotal moment of my life. Um and I was probably 14 or 15 because of the time, just because of what he said. But he goes, and it was just me and my, maybe my friend was there. I know my sister was there. My mom was there. She was making the soup and grilled cheese, tomato soup and grilled cheese, delicious combo. Yum. And I was so hungry and so excited. And my dad said, well, Nick, you're really getting some boobs there. Oh. And I froze. I remember the spoon hovered over above the soup with a spoonful of it about to go in my mouth. I froze. I dropped slash threw the spoon into the soup. And I said, why would you say that? Disgusting. And then I screamed and I ran to my bedroom and I heard my mom going, why would you say that? That's disgusting, EJ. And he was just like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm so, like, so sad, so scared. I ran to my bedroom. I did not have a lock on my door. And so I slammed it and then I laid against it, you know, like with my back against it, sobbing because I wasn't mm -hmm. going to get to finish lunch because of what I had just done. Like, obviously, I can't get the soup in my bedroom because I'd have to open the door and my dad would then see me. So I was like already mourning that I was not going to get to eat. And also, he was just through the door being like, Nikki, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say Aww. anything. And I was like, why would you say that? It's so gross. He was like, Nick. I just remember him going, oh, Nick, I don't, I don't know. why." like really embarrassed. And then I felt embarrassed for him because he was just obviously had no clue that you don't say that. And my mom was just screaming at him about, not screaming, but just like, really shaming him about saying anything. He had no fucking idea. He thinks girls want boobs. You know, like, he was probably like, in the same way that they're like, Nikki, you got a boyfriend? And like, any of that, I would always go like, gross, fucking gross. Like, I would scream and cry because I just didn't want to be sexualized in any way. So then 
he left Who finally. Would? That's what I don't understand. Like, why do these parents think well, they want to? This? Think of all the times careful? we asked little girls, do you have a boyfriend? You, little boys, yeah. do you have a girlfriend? Do you like any boys? Like, that's kind of stuff. I used to hate those questions, too. Please don't ask little girls those questions. We're in kindergarten. We don't have boyfriends yet. We don't. Our sexual organs are not like working our hormones are not suggesting that we want penises in us yet so stop sexualizing children my dad didn't know though he's a sweet sweet guy just like your dad didn't know he your dad's like obsessed with weight it was clearly like he was yeah. just projecting um but he i does do remember the same shit now <laughs> yeah my dad just does don't learn. not uh sometimes he does i, I left when i, I came out from bill, like, bill maher he said va 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 boom and i go we don't oh that. it was like oh it, but it was more funny because now i just go like dad gross oh it'll be like funny now when he does it because i make incest jokes about my dad you did constantly. put a dress on the other day that was tits mcgee and it had no bra and you were like what do you think of this dad and i was like gig, 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 gig. i didn't ask my dad what he thought of that i had no interest in what he thought oh of that's it. right he goes i like that or he goes that one's kind of and I go, no, don't weigh in. I was only doing it for my mom. <laughs> I don't care what my dad has to say. I mean, I, it's sweet if my dad thinks I look cute, but like, I don't want my dad to be like, yeah, this lingerie dress looks great on you. Like, I just would rather not him comment on it. No, the but, red um, one. The red one. Pink. Remember oh, you tried yeah. on the pink one? Oh, I didn't. I told him not to comment on that one because it had no bra underneath. And I was like, if you like this, it's gross. If you don't like this, my feelings are be hurt. You don't say anything. I can't wear a bra with it. My mom goes, you got to wear a bra. And there's no back to it. And I go, well, I don't know what you want from me. And nipples Mother. aren't a crime. And I'm so tired of posting pictures on Instagram. And if we can go back to cuz, I'm yes. so tired of posting pictures on Instagrams and, pe and people saying, looks a little cold in there. Ew. <laughs> I know my nipples hard. That's why I posted it. I think it's hot. I don't care. What, or it's not why I posted it. I don't care if my nipples hard. It doesn't matter. Stop saying that. No bestie would ever say that. So I'm talking into like the thin air. But, um, but I do want to say like after. So I waited hours in my bedroom. And then I finally left. And I remember walking into the den area where we all watch TV as a family. And my dad was in there and 60 minutes was on and we just didn't say anything. And for like 25 years, we said nothing. And then I think one time we were drinking as a family and I was, remember when you said I had, I was getting some boobs and he was like, it was the worst day of my life. I'll never live down that shame. He was so sad about it. It was so cute. He remembered. That's so nice. Oh, yeah. We, it was so bad. It was, cause it was, we had never gotten into a fight that we didn't work through or like talk about as a family. Like that was one where it was just happened and then we like, we didn't discuss. Okay. Let's keep going on cause. Sorry for okay. the sidetrack. No problem. It's a good segue. Uh, speaking of photos posted to Instagram, Kim Kardashian cuts Jennifer Lopez out of her snap with Oprah <laughs> at a star-studded Hollywood party. <laughs> so it turns out that J-Lo posted... I um, like her now. The, ...the photo, and then Kim posted on her. So here it is. Oh, my God. I love this already. <laughs> 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 She even put it up to the shoulder part of Oprah where you could not oh even get a God. slice of JLo's dress. So wait a second, when was this? 
This was, um, you know who Anastasia is? Like she has that makeup line. Yes. She was She's having brows. a party. It was also happened to be Oprah's birthday. That's right. Oprah's 69. Yes. And everyone there had to 69 each other. <laughs> yeah. Just like on her 60th, everyone had to do a tequila shot. That's true. That's kind of good. Okay. That's good. Okay. Not ka. I think it's cool. Who cares about J-Lo? Obviously, there's like a beef there. Like, there's there's got to be a beef there. Because there's no way Kim would cut her out otherwise. Kim says that it was the Instagram uh, sizing option. Oh, my God. Yeah, She's right. So These girls shit. put everything through 18 filters. <laughs> yeah. They are not posting willy-nilly like my dad, where things get cropped. Like, even when I post something, the other day I was going through one of my you know, post where I did like 10 pictures and one of the pictures was like cropped my head off because it like moved when I went in to edit it. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Like, <laughs> and I'm barely, I'm not that vigilant about this stuff. I, I'm good about it, but I'm not Kim Kardashian levels of like, <laughs> I'm going to change the bathroom tiling so that it doesn't look bent so that <laughs> you can't tell that I put in my waist. I mean, she is doing things to pictures that, you know, she's she's Annie Leibovitzing picture. She's she is doctoring photos. She is there's no way. What does that even mean? Instagram cropped it that way. No, it didn't. And by the way, it didn't crop it to, to Oprah's natural shoulder line. It cropped it <laughs> yeah, further in true. where you wouldn't even get a little sliver of J-Lo's dress. This is brilliant. It's not ke. The lie is ke. But what are you going to say? I don't like J-Lo. But she does not like J-Lo. And it's awesome. Because J-Lo, speaking of that one story where she was had a dance um holding dance auditions and she asked everyone in the room who had been working for hours already at this audition they're not being paid for she asked she get, finally gets there they all applaud and she's like thank you so much for being here i'm such a natural girl just from the bronx like i'm so natural and normal and cool and then she asked them <laughs> the scorpios i think it was the scorpio she's like if you're scorpio raise your hand <laughs> oh yeah and she asked them all to raise their hand and then she goes okay you can go home and she said, and this is a story from a woman that was there. She's a comedian that was there at that dance uh, audition. And she said that tons of people, they all raised their hands because they thought she was going to be like, these are my girls. Like she was going to like, what a crazy person. Not That's a good nuts. person. If I ever met her, I would be nice to her. I think she's super talented. I do think she can sing, unlike everyone else that hates her, thinks she can't sing. I think she's a good actress. I think she can sing. I think she can dance. I'm jealous of her multiple talents, but I think she is a bad person to I'm people. I'm fascinated by celebrities' superstitions. Like I could, I could not get enough of these stories. Like mm. remember Mariah Carey, there was that legend that she had to have white vanilla candles in every hotel room. Mm. Like any story like that, I I have to know about if you know of any more. Yeah, I'm sometimes celebrities writers are well, you had to go, do you ever go on Demois? Yeah, once in a while. Well, Demois it's a stories bit too much to sift through for me. I know it's a lot of like celebrities that you're like, I don't care about this 19 like, who cares, year old who cares, that's who cares. on a fucking Netflix show that's gonna get canceled next week. But um they have a lot of celebrities writers show up in there. And um, I'm so it would be so funny to see my writer show up on Demois because people would just be like, what the fuck? It's like my, the, the, the place where I get really diva is my rice cakes because I can't stand 
I really love Quaker Oats <laughs> rice cakes. Plain or lightly salted. I like the consistency. I like how thick they are. They have perfect amount. Like they absorb enough of the cream cheese on top that it's delicious. The ones at Whole Foods, Whole Foods sells Lundberg. If you are someone who eats Lundberg, uh, like round, they either scare the square ones are not bad, but they're not thick enough. Okay, but Lundberg round ones are eating gravel. They're just, you know, congealed gravel. They're disgusting. I will not have them. And every every place, if you, unless you put on the writer, hey, not Lundberg, please no Lundberg. I'll just go. It'll just go to waste. And so I look like a huge diva, but it's like it's a. I just want to eat something that I want to eat. So I always feel bad with that like stipulation. And then um, I have Kind Bars. I have Zevia's ginger root beer. I have, um, we used to have turkey sandwiches for Andrew because he used to just like whatever. He, and, he, and he was kind of easy. He just eats whatever is in front of him because he didn't care like what was there. And so it would be funny to see what each venue interpreted as a turkey sandwich, like where they would go, what kind of turkey sandwich they would get. Um, Anya has like a, a root of ginger, so they have to buy her like they have to like go out into the earth and pull out a dusty root of ginger. <laughs> she has tea. What else do you we have? You don't have much on the writer. That. We started doing that the other day because it just showed up at a venue, and you and I were like, "Oh my god, this is kind of fun." A no, root of ginger. It's really good. It's delicious. And then we together were like, "We should put this on the writer." But I do like how I sound more diva-ish in your retelling. It's not diva-ish. Story. I'm just saying it's a funny thing to put on. It's a funny <laughs> they thing to They had to pull it Every out of the ground. Has, <laughs> yeah, they have to go out to a barn northeast of And you have to be Mason a tourist. Um, yeah, don't ever get... <laughs> I don't want an Aries hands on my ginger root. Um, wait, what What other things are on it? What we do you have? Um, yeah, we have Zevia. We have... It's pretty Pellegrino. Basic. Yeah, eight things of Pellegrino six. It's so basic, like nothing fancy. And the, oh, a, the funniest is when people in states that have never heard of a vegan, which there are just a couple places. Oh, and you have vegan cream cheese. Yeah, we have vegan cream cheese. And then <laughs> the other day we were in um, Memphis, and the woman goes, um, and I brought. She texted me. She goes, "I got this. I hope this is cool for Nikki. I'm about to check out." And she sends a picture of a huge tub of ricotta, and I was like, "No, no, no." She's like, that's in place that oh, they don't man. have vegan cream cheese. So I, I don't know what vegan is. I love ricotta so much. She's not wrong, but it's got to be vegan. I love the consistency. I'm not kidding you. If you want to know the best goddamn snack, g- girls, guys, I don't care who you are. If you're like someone who's into consistency, I thought I was a weirdo because I liked this. And it was like a thing that I found that I liked was cream cheese on these uh, Quaker Oats things. I'm not kidding you. Taylor has tried it. People have tried, uh, I gave it to Ben Glebe the other day and they were like, this is amazing. Tofuti cream cheese on top of a Quaker oats, lightly salted, or you can get whatever kind of like flavor you want, lightly salted or no salt uh, rice cake. It is a delicious snack. And I used to feel a lot of shame about it, but it really is the, like I've had so many people go, oh my God. why? Shame because of the, it sounds anorexic Because it's just like, is rice cakes equal people think you're anorexic or trying to okay. lose weight? I just like a puff. I like the consistency of something that's like styrofoam. I've always liked it. I like the, my mom got gnocchi the other night. I'm like, oh, I like this because it's like hydrogenated. It's like puffy. I like things that are like moussey. 
Moosey goosey. Mm, okay, moosey. one more cur. <laughs> sure. Uh, a new study, new research out of Australia shows that the endangered male northern qual are giving up sleep for more sex and it could be killing them. Are the quals <laughs> being killed? What's a qual for yeah. risking their existence? I know DJ Qualls was in the movie Road Trip. <laughs> Here, let me show you. It's like a marsupial. A bird? Oh. It's oh, giving up sleep for more sex? No way with this. Oh, oh, it looks like it needs a little shut eye. It looks like it has so like spots ugly. on it. It's so cute. It's cute. It looks like a big rat with mouse ears. And that someone sprayed bleach all over. Yeah, and uh, yeah, dumped bleach all over. Like has dots on it. Okay, so th- these things are not getting enough sleep because they're because they probably know they have to reproduce or they're gonna die. Well, yeah, and and they travel far for sex and stuff. The female quals don't. <laughs> Her quals. Risk it's her. like me in my twenties. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or let's be honest. Let's 40, be honest. Uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. First of all, no, an animal can't be cur because they have no sense of like what other people think about them. So it's impossible for an animal to be cur. Like you need to have like an ego to be cur. Um, <laughs> but I will say that um, I can't imagine when I'm tired, sex is like the last when you're hungry or tired, you don't want to have sex. And sometimes your partner is not tired, though. And that's when you say, just take one for the team. And you say, I'm just going to lay here. And he says, as opposed to what? And you go, okay, well, that hurt my feelings. But also, you're not wrong because I do just kind of lay back and get it. Um, if I swear to God, if someone was like, Nikki's in a coma and she will be the rest of her life, Chris will be like, we will have a, the same sex life that we ha- have had when she is I not in a coma. I can't believe that's true. You seem so like vivacious no i mean gregarious. I, uh, no i just i like being being fucked i don't like i don't want to like i don't want to grind like i don't want to set the the i'm in control in every other place of my life in bed i don't want to be in control i don't there are, are times your eyes where, open or do you pretend you're asleep no, my eyes are open i'm not like and i'm interactive i mean i'm if, if he if i'm tired I always get into it. Like I'll start off being like, okay, I'm just going to lay here like on my stomach and just like read my phone. And I'm like, just do it. But um, no, I always get interactive. It's just like, I just, that's, I I would love, the only thing that I'll never know is all my friends, like how they are in bed because everyone like kind of doesn't like to talk about 90% of women do what you do. I think there's a lot of people relating. I think a lot of women get on top and like to be like, really? Yes. Yes, Noah. <laughs> okay, but I, it's not that I like it. I just prefer it because that's the way I can have an orgasm the right. easiest. But right, I, right, I also right. just enjoy How laying there wish. when I'm not that much in the mood. But does your why Fitbit- doesn't everyone do off the bed where they're standing off the bed and you're laying on the bed with your butt scooched to the edge of the I'm bed. always afraid I'm gonna like fall off when that happens. I don't Wait, like it. I, I can't even concentrate. You're on the laying moment. on your bed on the back on your okay. back. Yeah. I'm you scooch to the bed. side. They're standing at the side of the bed. And they I'm fuck on my you. back? You're on your back on the side okay. of the bed. And then they're standing like this. 
I just feel like more of your body is off the bed. <laughs> and you're like, yes. <laughs> yes. This is fun. The camera can uh, see Everyone me. needs to you're watch like this, this on YouTube. You don't slip off the bed? No. This bed has a lot of friction. Like a, There's a good amount of friction. And if you do, you just scoop back up. And then there, like this. Right. <laughs> how, why do, how, do you guys ever do that? Sometimes. I'm, yeah, I'm sure I've tried that. But I'm not kidding you. That's 98% of the sex I have is that. And oh, your legs are up like that? Like crouched up by your ears like child's... I mean, I'll put them behind... Happy I can do... Baby. <laughs> happy baby. They call that happy baby in yoga. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're going go. for it. Full... Wow, Jesus, Nick. Nikki. You're like a flower. I just like to be folded like a little pretzel. Okay. Well, that's not just laying there. Well, that's, it is. I'm not doing anything. That's like Iyengar yoga. <laughs> but wait, I don't understand if people aren't doing that. What is the sex you're having? Truly laying there, like like on, they're on top, like they're like this, like this. Yeah, <laughs> that's so that's much it. harder for them. That's it's not so my much problem. harder Who for cares? them. <laughs> I don't. It's not I get, my problem. I worry about my partner's like strength and like <laughs> they tiredness. They like the exercise. It makes them feel strong. I you got to get a strap on because you're good at thrusting. Like you're talented. No, you'd be good I'm at that too. It. I'd be attracted to you if I was were a lesbian. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was like you put in some effort right there. What? I mean, that was just a basic thrust. You think that was actually like impressive? Yeah, like you're underselling yourself. You're athletic. Well, I don't understand what I would do if I was on top. Like, I don't understand doing there like... There we go. <laughs> but I don't understand. Okay, so you get on top like this. Noah, are your knees... Your legs are bent, so your shins are flush with the bed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then do you bounce like with your oh, knees? Oh, hell no, 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 no. I am leaning forward. Yeah, me Forward, too. okay. Into the wall. Okay. Yeah. And then what and then do you do from there? How do you get any movement? Your puss. Grind it. Yeah, just grinding Pretend it. Pretend you're with Gleb right now. <laughs> you're dancing with the stars. <laughs> no, Sorry. you're grinding? I meant you're dancing. Right. No, I know. Um, I came as soon as you said Gleb. <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. Wait. You're, gr- you're, gr- you're grinding. Are you grinding yes. your clit against something? Yes. Yes. Against body. what? Their mound. They're like... You know, above their dick. That's not enough. That's hard, not hard enough. It's it's skin. Well, it's there is a bone under there. Like okay. Noah's into it. Okay, I'm gonna try this tonight. <laughs> yeah. So okay, you literally shins flat against the surface. Yes. Mm-hmm. You lean forward. What are you leaning against? Are you leaning? Are you laying on? He's them? like this kind of. He's like up on the headboard or whatever. He's like up against here. Oh, he's, he's sitting up like he's reading a, oh, a no. journal. Yeah, yeah he's reading a journal. Okay, <laughs> so sitting up against his bed headboard. Okay, or he's the wall. reading the business section of the yeah. New York Times. Wait, you, wait, your Noah, chart. your obvious flat or the guy that we're yes. talking about? <laughs> yes. And basically, what I do is I'll either like go off to the side a little bit and I'll like okay. mash my head up in, like into the mattress. And then he's just like, ch- just waiting and, for you to finish at this point. Like he's he, not really. Uh, he's no, he, he always lets. Yeah. Like he, like I come first and then we'll take care of him, but he's 
like holding onto my butt or something. So he's also helping me move. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Interesting. I don't think I've ever taken control of <laughs> myself coming. <laughs> it's cool because you can also get a thing up your butt that way. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been one to be like, I got to make myself come. Like, I'm always like, you make me come. Try it. That makes any Just, sense. Yeah. You might be into it. Also, flipping topics real quick. Actually, we're going to go to break because I have something that I need to ask uh, Anya about that she said very confidently last week. And I took her at her word. And then yesterday I go, that ain't true. And we'll be back with that right after this. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time. Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. So the other day we were, I was doing my hair in the dressing room backstage and I was like, I haven't cut my hair 
for a over a year, year and a half. It's wow. you know at about um, under boob length, and Anya said, "Yeah, your hair stops growing. Your hair, everyone's hair has a certain length that it'll grow, and then it stops." And I yep. was like, "Oh, that makes sense, because it's not getting any longer from the, that point." And I've been growing it forever, you know, forever. It just stays at that length. My thing is, then why do my roots get dark if my hair ain't growing? <laughs> Ooh. Why do I get to get it touched up? Well, Answer it's me growing. That. that is a great point. What a great point that no one has made ever in the history of this question or topic. Mm-hmm. And the of answer is I don't I don't know, but I do know that <laughs> eyelashes do the same thing. They like fall they fall out a lot, a lot more than you think. You're losing yes. eyelashes all the time and they're growing mm-hmm. in, but where are they? I can't see the ones growing in it's, because they're blended in with the others. Yes. So mm-hmm. I think what's happening with your hair is pieces it's not fall like out. Some of my hair is turning it is all dark at the top. And I what just got my breaking? roots done yesterday. Maybe yes, the hair breakage breaks happens. At a certain I point. think it just breaks at a certain point. It can't. Mm. I think it is still growing, but that it, and there are pieces that get really long, but I end up cutting them. And those are just the ones that are the strongest that have made it to this because my hair up here, very thick. Down here, not so much because not these so babies. Thick. Have, it's like the, people, humans' lives. These babies are in their hundreds, and not many people make it to their hundreds. You know what I mean? Those are the Darwinian fittest hair. Yeah, so I think it just gets, they just, they break off as opposed to your hair just stops growing. And honest answer, you have never Googled this? No. I haven't either. But I don't need to Google it because the proof is that I have to get my hair touched up every four weeks. It 100% is growing. And it's not like some of the hairs are but black and the others aren't. why do some people's hair grow to like their shins and some people's do not? Because they have stronger hair that they don't dye all the time. I think my mm-hmm. hair would also go to my shins if I wasn't bleaching it all the time. Right. And like, and if it wasn't the certain texture that it is or whatever. Like some people's hair is just strong. But I have a theory that some people, no matter how little they dye their hair and no matter how many hair supplements they take, they are not genetically able to grow their hair all the way to their feet, even if they wanted to. And some people are. That's my theory. I think it's breaking off. Well, I think that's true because I think it's breaking. But I don't think your hair stops growing at the root because why does any... Then no no one would need haircuts anymore. Anya? No. Let's lean into the stupidity. No, this is not... (laughs) This is not something that's up for debate. It is 100%. Your hair does keep growing. It does. So so that's why I was like, because I totally believed you. I was like, oh, I guess my hair has a limit. Yeah, it just stops growing. And then I I was getting it done yesterday and I was like, wait a second. (laughs) Okay, you raise an interesting point. I thought I I had read that, that everyone's hair just stops growing at a certain point. But does it Uh all just decide to break? God, how does it all break? Because it's just, it, you know, it's it's almost like age. Why does everyone decide to start dying around 80? Like, it's just like, this is just, the place where it starts to interfere with like making, with cooking when you were by a fire as a caveman, when your babies would start pulling on it. Like, it probably is evolutionarily like this is a place where hair doesn't need to like keep going. It's not serving you any purpose. 
maybe. I don't know. I was at the hair salon yesterday getting it done. And hair salons, I was already depressed yesterday. I woke up on the wrong side of my life. And <laughs> like I went into that hair salon and just seeing all of these women like getting their hair done, it made me so sad. I'm just like, and it made me sad that I can't enjoy it. Cause I know some of these women are like, I'm getting my hair done. Even on our girls chat, like everyone's like, you'll feel so much better after you get your hair done. I feel literally nine times worse after I get my hair done. I just spent my money on something stupid. That is a thing that men don't have to spend their money on or as much money on. I feel like I got hoodwinked by like whatever gloss I bought. My hair is always wet. I don't want them to brush it because it's going to rip out more hair because their hair stylists are never as gentle with your hair as you are. Um, and it takes too long because they do like one strand at a time. And I'm just like, I'm fast. I even blow dry my hair fast, which doesn't seem possible. It seems like there should be a limit to how quickly you can blow dry your hair. I'm fast as fuck. I don't know what other people are doing. Um, and it just made me kind of sad um, uh, like that, first of all, that all these women have to do this, but then all of them seem to be enjoying it. And then I got mad, like, why can't I enjoy it? And then I was like, I was so sad yesterday. I couldn't, there was like a nice cashier that was like, did you do anything fun this weekend? <laughs> and I go, what? This coming weekend or like last weekend? I mean, it was Tuesday. I'm like, it's a, it's almost like saying Happy New Year in February. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know that I want to talk about last week. And I go, yeah, I went to New York. Oh, so what's your favorite place you've ever been to? What's your favorite place you've ever performed at? I mean, they know I'm a comedian. And I just was like, I guess New York. I don't know. Like, I like, <laughs> I was such a, I just like, there's sometimes those questions which are sweet. Like, that's actually a nice question. I went to the orthodontist the other day and she goes, what's the, what's the coolest, what's the thing you've done that you've been like, I can't believe I'm doing this show. Like, what's the coolest show you've ever done? And that was an interesting question, but I was also wanting to kill myself that day. So I was just like, <laughs> none of this matters. Your life is probably better than mine giving me this fucking x-ray. Uh, you get to go home and watch TV with your husband. I am watching old episodes of just shoot me to feel something. And because the title makes me feel relief because uh, it's what I want to do today. Like I was just like, so not in doing the anything for it. I fun this weekend. I'm going to shoot <laughs> myself. I really was like such in a bad place, but I answered her. I was like, Oh, probably wheel of fortune. Cause it's like something you grew up with. And also like Conan. And she goes, I didn't know you were on that. I'm like, I've been on it like 17 times. Like, it's just like, it's, wasn't worth getting into, but um, what do you feel when you get those like kind of questions of like getting into anything fun this weekend? Like, do you give them a legit answer? Do they want a legit answer? I hate these questions. I just want to always to be left alone. I wish I was invisible all the time. I don't <laughs> like any of this. What about hotels? What brings you to town? I know. <laughs> One time we said something really strange that I was like, I want to do that again. I just go comedy <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> and it just like shut them up for some reason I'm i like, want to say oh. um a cigarette convention we're i'm um, trying to get youths into smoking again <laughs> oh and where do you guys do that what kind of youths um just your youngest most impressionable <laughs> youth in town we see this market as very impressionable and we can really get a stronghold here in joliet illinois 
Um, so the breakfast bar is open at night. Oh my God. I, who checks into a hotel? I mean, I know some people do because I am behind them in line sometimes. And they want to know about the amenities. They want to know what time the breakfast bar opens. They want to know what time the lounge is open to. They want to know that sometimes the lounge closes early on Wednesdays because they have uh, they have a shift changeover. They want to know what floor the gym is on, even though this person looks like they've never been to a gym in their life. They want to know, they want to know about room service and what time that ends. All with a line behind them. Who are you? How dare you? Yesterday on the plane, I was sitting on a window seat. Chris was in the middle seat with me. Um, and then the plane was fucking empty. There were 85 empty seats. And there was a and Chris said we get we have the row all to ourselves because he booked it. And I was like, fucking sweet. I get in before him because he was parking the car. I get in the window seat and I write him being like, it's not. We're not alone on our aisle. There's an aisle. There's someone in the aisle seat. I was like pissed. I'm like, you didn't get it right. And because um, I don't want to share an aisle. I can't give a hand job next to a guy in an aisle. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I was not in the mood. I needed sleep. I wasn't like those fucking voles out of South America. What are they called? Squalls. <laughs> Qualls. Qualls. Good not DJ Qualls. And so I, uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm trying to like say to this guy, like, you don't want to sit next to me. I'm crying. I I have my, I put down my tray. This is before we take off. I put down my tray. I put all of my pillows on it. I put my head in it. I'm shaking, crying. I have my, my, I have my hoodie over my head so that it's not so obvious. I'm, I'm trying not to be so obvious, but I'm also trying to be like, this is a broken woman. Go sit somewhere else. Like the plane is open. They've already made the announcement. Like you can sit wherever. Oh, really? And he was sticking around. So then a flight attendant, Chris talks to one of the flight attendants is like, Hey, I think that that guy's not supposed to be there. Chris goes two rows behind me. He sees me. He sees me in that state as he boards and he doesn't even say hi. He just goes to a d- different seat. <laughs> like he catches what? the drift of not wanting to be next to me. Oh my God. So then he texts me. I'm two rows behind you, but I'm crying and I can't see the text. So I don't even know that he said that. So I finally look at my phone. Oh, then the flight attendant comes up to the guy on the aisle and says, sir, we have an, this is row 32, by the way, 30. She goes, row seven has an aisle seat available. If you want to get off the plane, faster like meaning move away from this crying girl and i'm not being like sobby about it i'm weeping quietly there's no sounds emitting but you can like see the shaking i'm crying so and i don't even know if she had anything to do with this i think chris was more like hey can you get that guy out of our fucking row because he just sat there arbitrarily it wasn't even a seat so but she couldn't enforce him to go to his seat because they were kind of like sit wherever you want you know it wasn't southwest but it was like they are already made a point. You can sit wherever you want. So she goes, you, there's an open aisle, aisle seven. And he goes, I've got a long layover in LA. I have no, I have no rush to get oh off the plane. <laughs> and I, I'm a big fan of roasts and uh, I got to watch this meltdown. I just love Nikki. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so I like was fear. Then I start really crying. I'm just like, this fucking stupid guy won't move. Like, and I was just like, Kuh. and then I look at my phone and Chris is like, I'm two rows behind you. Come back here. And so I piled up Aww. all my things and I was like, um, I'm changing rows. And I, and he, and I go, sorry. And he goes, I don't have any problem with it. And I was like, okay. Oh, and then I uh, <laughs> climbed back, but I was just so good out. Like if there are around you, 
on a plane. Several. I'm not like Andrew's version of several. Several <laughs> rows that have no one sitting in them. Why would you ever choose to sit on an aisle next to someone who is in that row? Wouldn't you go to a row that has no one? The only way I would stay is if my guitar was in that overhead compartment and it was too big of a pain in the ass for me to move it to a different overhead compartment. No, but there were multiple rows next to this row. Right. Like behind, right behind it, right across from it, no one's sitting there. And he sat down after I had already sat. So it was just like, fuck this guy. Final thought. I was going off about something so hard. Oh God, what was it? Hold on, let me just let me just figure it out what it is because it was something. While you're we, thinking, I'm going to ask Noah why is Nikki in row 32? Because she is a famous celebrity, you need you know, to treat yourself to a better I'll tell seat. you why. I'll tell, tell you why. why. Because I they the company that flew me out here to shoot a pilot tomorrow booked me on a United flight for some reason. That was a connecting flight. I think my assistant got it mixed up that I said I wanted to leave St. Louis as late as possible on Tuesday. So she was like, the latest flight out is five something. I didn't know that meant a connecting flight through fucking Atlanta or wherever. So I, I think I now have to clarify the latest flight that's direct, right? So I get on this United flight that's like, so then that flight gets delayed then it get then I fly. It gets rerouted through DC. I'm not landing in LA until 1:44 in the morning. Oh my god! So I start crying early. I'm already having a depressed day yesterday. I wake up to like just get a couple things done, work out or something before my five o'clock flight. It's two o'clock, and I'm like, oh my god, this flight's not getting at 1:44. Chris is already booked on a flight at 3:48, and I go, I'm just gonna get on that flight. I'm gonna buy my ticket on that flight. Go online, buy my ticket on the flight. It will not let me buy my ticket. It says you have to see a gate agent. Well, thank God Chris was already headed to the airport. So he was like, I will go to the gate agent and buy you the ticket. So he gets there. He buys me the ticket. And like a prince that he is, little red Corvette prince, he, because he's short and talented, he... (laughs) And wears high heels. Yeah. (laughs) He... If you don't know this in traveling, if you... You don't need, you need, the only stipulations you need is to board your plane 15 minutes before, they could they shut the door 15 minutes before the flight time takeoff, and you can't check bags 45 minutes before your flight. So 45 minutes is the cutoff, and they can't send the bags on the next flight, and you go on that flight, you have to fly with your bags, so you have to just get on the next flight. So 45 minutes is the cutoff. I always get to the airport an hour early. Saves me that 15-minute window before the bag cutoff. I have status on most planes, and if you have status, you kind of get to go to the front of the line, so I never have trouble with this. But I'm getting an Uber. I'm going to make it just in time with five minutes to spare, 50 minutes before my flight, and the Uber can't find me. I'm running around the streets of St. Louis with two huge suitcases, again, crying. And I'm not a crier. Yesterday was a bad day. I get in. He is such a good driver and he floors it and he gets there. I give him a $20 tip on a $20 ride. He gets me there. Um, and Chris is at the gate and he was, and I'm five minutes late. It's 40 minutes before my flight. So I'm already reached the cutoff and it's like a no go. But Chris is such a charmer that he charmed the women at the front. And they were like, we'll make it happen. So he meets me outside. Chris runs in with my bags. And they're like, come on, come on. He's Uh like, Leslie, Diane, thank you guys so much. He hugs them. 
<laughs> I'm like, without him, I would not be on the flight. They, I would have come in there being like, oh, you want to know my favorite thing I've ever done in my career? Well, last weekend, <laughs> I guess I was in New York. I guess that was fun. I was been such a little brat. Um, I know people are going to hear this and don't go on the Reddit thread and be like, Nikki seems like she's not doing well. She's such a bitch. She treats people angrily. Did you hear how she talked to that technician who did her x-ray? Did you hear <laughs> how she talked to blah, blah? I am nicer than 99.9999999% of normal people out and about to p- people who work in service industries. Don't start that dialogue about me. I swear to God, I'm always nice. Yesterday, I was very, very depressed. And I was still nice to those people that asked me those questions. I just didn't come up with a creative answer. Usually, I might go, let me think about that. But I was just like, oh, I guess New York. Like, I was just lazy about it is what I'm saying. Would you agree, Anya, that I am nice to people? You're so conscientious and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And you're great. I just know people are going to go on Reddit. I know there's a couple people on Reddit who hate me and are always looking for reasons to go. She's changed. She used to be this way, but she's mean now. And I'll tell you, the people you're defending on there are way meaner to customer service people than I am. So watch it. And also, I don't read anything you say. I see one comment a year because someone sends it to me. So I'm never reading anything. So say what you want. And if you hate me so much, why are you writing about me? (laughs) Why? If you hate someone and think they've changed and you don't like them anymore, why are you listening? Me no know. Me no know why you listen. Maybe you want to hear how bad I am at football. The Speaking of football, the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs are going and then someone else, right? Yeah, the Broncos. Or is it really the Broncos? No, I don't know. Oh, I think that's the car Carlisle just got. The Buccaneers. I am excited about the Super Bowl, though, because there are rumors that Taylor Swift is going to make a <gasps> surprise appearance with Rihanna. Oh my so God. So I am going to be glued because yesterday there was something with the Empire State Building. A couple of besties sent it to me where they have the Midnight's album colors on the Empire State Building, which is the rival team of the Giants or something. And people were like, why would they put the rival team colors? And I think it's a secret hint. And Taylor Swift did announce the premiere of anti-hero music video on Thursday night football at one point. So there was a football tie in early on. There is speculation. She might be performing. I cannot wait. I would lose my fucking mind. I do think she'll sing anti-hero. I don't know what's going to happen. I do know that. Um, are you guys excited to see Rihanna? Hell yeah. We're going to yeah. be in the same state. That really excites me. I love really? Rihanna. Where yeah, is think- she? Well, um, the football, the football, the Super Bowl is happening in Arizona in Phoenix. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, that is cool. Um, and then are, do you guys have, do you watch the Super Bowl? I watch the <laughs> halftime show. Yes. Do you ever go to a party or anything and make everyone be quiet like the Academy I've Awards? I've gone to one party with you and that's where I met Seralina. Oh, yeah. Okay. We that's, ate a that's bunch the only, of. That's not the only Super Bowl party you've ever been yes. to in your life. Maybe maybe one more. What really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I don't. This Sunday we'll be coming back from Orlando, so I don't know what I'm gonna do. Maybe on Sunday night, but I wanna. I like watching it so much. It's such is a the big spectacle. game on Sunday. They call it the big game. Do you know why they call it that? Because yes. Super Bowl is trademarked. trademarked. Yeah, the big game is Sunday. Wait, did you think it would be on a Monday? 
Or do you just not? It's no, I just meant, is it this Sunday? <laughs> I think it is this Sunday. I could be wrong, but I believe no, it is this Sunday. No, it's next Sunday. Really? It's not this Sunday. It's ne- It's the 12th <gasps> Well, then where will I be next Sunday? Oh, my goodness. Let me just see real quick. You're off. I w- oh, I will be in St. Louis. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Watch okay, it good. with the fam. Someone invite me to a Super Bowl party. Or, yeah, maybe. Oh, my family. I, I, they, oh, yeah. Watch it with my sister and bro. That'll be good. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast this week. Thank you, Anya. Thank you, Noah. Don't be cussed. See you in Florida this weekend, Tampa and Orlando. I can't wait. See you at those shows. Tickets still available to the late shows. They're going to be good. Can't wait to see you guys. And don't be cussed. And James. James. <laughs> James. James. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.